The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. When life hands you a unique shift, what happens next? The gift is the shift. Welcome to The Sky's the Limit with your host, Karen Levitt. In our program, you will hear from people who have discovered the gift, whether through personal experience or those that are helping others through this experience. You'll find the next hour to be a motivating and encouraging one. Now, here is Karen Levitt. Hi, this is Karen Levitt, and thank you for joining me with The Sky's the Limit. Today is my special guest, Tina Michaud Gray. And Tina is an innovator, trailblazer, healing specialist, and founder of New England Rapid Recovery Center. Tina Michaud Gray offers a new perspective on healing, has an integrative pain and rehabilitation specialist and registered nurse, also licensed massage therapist, strategic intervention life coach, and chaplain. Tina worked with chronic and acute pain clients from a true mind-body-spirit perspective. With over 20-plus years of clinical experience working with soft tissue injuries, acute and chronic pain, combined with some of the best technology available, Tina's practice remains on the cutting edge for pain relief. With years of research, Tina has developed a healing protocol, the Rapid Recovery System, allows patients to recover from injury and surgery in half the time, utilizing a combination of non-invasive technologies. Tina has been working hard to create promising new opportunities for nurses and other clinicians, and is so far succeeding. And it was is with all of this, I would like to welcome Tina Michaud Gray. Thank you so much, Karen. I'm so happy. You're welcome. Likewise, it's an honor to have you here. Um, so, you know, I don't know. You've done so much, and you've been a trailblazer in in nursing with wounds and recovery and pain management. Um, you know, what what led you to this? A little bit about your background. Well, when. I was, it, back in 1988, I was in a car accident. Um, I, it was a head-on collision that left me with um, a brain injury and a lot of soft tissue damage. And I was in bed for the most part for two years and only, only working with medications and with my, my regular doctors. And it just got to the point that I needed to figure something else out. Uh, I really needed to move on with my life. I was 20 years old at the time and was really, really getting anxious about how my life was going to be if I continued on that path. Um, so I started looking at alternative therapies, um, chiropractic, cranial sacral mm-hmm. work, massage therapy, and that's where I started to see a difference in in my pain levels and started learning how to take care of myself. Um, so I went to massage school originally. That was that was my beginning. And um, even during massage school, I would have to take breaks in the middle of, of sessions, uh, middle of classes for my 
professors to work on me because I was still in a somewhat uh, chronic state, somewhat acute mm-hmm. sometimes. Um, so the stress would really aggravate things on me. Um, so for, for four years, I, I went through school, I went through the pain process and started experiencing different practitioners and was able to get myself out of that chronic state and start moving forward and start really investigating all that holistic medicine had to offer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a fan of that. So, so what would you share with the listeners who, you know, may not put much um, credence, value on holistic therapy? You know, they, I get it. Um, we live in a Western world. You and I have both gone to nursing school and understand and have practiced in the Western medicine arena. Um, what would you share with the listeners who may not know what to think about any of this holistic practice? Well, holistic medicine has been around since the beginning of time. Um, any touch therapy has, touch therapy is, is the most important medicine that we can have as we, uh, as we hold our babies. You know, we're creating hormonal releases in our body and, um, and we're, we're coming from a state of love and there's nothing more healing than coming from that state of love. And so when somebody is even just touching you or, or really listening to you on a very deep level, there, there's a lot of healing that goes along there. Mm-hmm. Um, with, with other practices such as cranial sacral, acupuncture, um, they've all been around for a very long time. And it's just working with subtle processes in the body that helps the body heal itself. Mm-hmm. So we're not trying to, um, we're really going after the problem and allowing the body to cure itself rather than going after symptoms. Mm-hmm. Um, in general medicine, we're, we're, trying to, we're trying to solve symptoms. Um, it's symptom care that we do in modern medicine and not, not health care. Um, right. So I think that so that's the difference, although mm-hmm. they're very important, both of them, in the process of getting through chronic pain and healing, um, you know, we need medications and we need these surgical techniques and, um, and we've, come, we've advanced at astronomical rates on how mm-hmm. non-invasive surgery mm-hmm. can be for people. But when it comes to pain, particularly chronic pain, Modern medicine really still doesn't know what to do here. Mm-hmm. Um, what I'm, what I do, I have been researching chronic pain um, for over 25 years because I need to know how to keep myself in balance. And in that process, there's a lot of research going on right now about pain science. Um, the sci- the neurological processes of pain um, and nutritional and and all of that stuff is is really amazing and really gives you a different perspective and gives gives people a lot of hope that chronic pain can go away. Uh, but in the clinical current clinical um, settings in modern medicine, they're not utilizing all of the information that's out there. Um, and that's the unfortunate piece. Right. I know they seem like there's, you know, years behind other regions of the world and there's a large disconnect. So with that, 
I apologize when you were speaking. I, I wanted to um, ask a question. So if I can just go back. So yep. when you had your accident, started actually, you know, realizing you wanted to do more and, and your body could actually heal itself and you began to investigate and, like I said, enroll in school. Um, when did your practitioners, you know, your Western medicine doctors start to notice a difference in you, if you don't mind, um, you know, as you began to integrate other holistic therapies in addition to what, you know, they had in, in mind for you? And what was well, what was that like? In, in that situation, I actually got to a point that I just totally walked away from the medication because that was the only option. Um, mm-hmm. Medication and, and therapy um, mm-hmm. were the only options that they were giving me. Um, and I didn't need therapy for my concussion. Uh, And back then, they really didn't understand brain trauma. So Mm -hmm. all they could give me was meds. And there was just a point where um, because the impact of chronic pain, even in a medical setting, is that there's a certain point where doctors see that, well, you look whole at this point. You should have recovered at this point. Why haven't you? Perhaps... Perhaps there's a psych issue. Perhaps there's something else going on um, that, you know, and, and people look at you different. Um, mm-hmm. So the social impact of chronic pain um, goes for doctors, goes for family members, goes for your, your work life. Um, people don't see anything wrong there. And mm-hmm. so if, if you're still complaining, you're either you're either looking for more drugs or you have some kind of psych issue. And, and right. that's totally not true. Right. And then, you know, then you go down, and no offense not to bash, um, you know, psych, you know, psych therapy or any of that. But, yeah, then you go down the slope of let's try, um, you know, different drug classes for, let's say, right. depression. And, yeah, so... And, and, you know, often the side effects are much worse than the actual medications themselves. So exactly. it's very, yeah, it's very interesting. Um, you know, I really, I try to honor, as you do, Western medicine and what it does, but also bring awareness to what we have available to us and what, what you've done in your journey. So, yeah, what you say is so um, important. You know, here I am, right? I have an injury right. and I look whole. So they right. think you should go to more psychotherapy because, well, you're not better. And then, right. yeah, yeah. So it it's, um, can lead to, to, to depression. And so I really commend you for, um, you know, stepping up. So you went to massage school, you did that. And then what, what came next? So then um, I became a chaplain and mm-hmm. then a nurse. Um, and in, in my pursuit to become a nurse, it was more to, to also become acquainted with, you know, Western medicine. Um, at, coming in as a holistic practitioner, I was, um, I was very well educated on, on that side. Um, but I needed to know the perspective that Western medicine was coming from. Um, so mm-hmm. I was, I was actually, my intention was to become a nurse practitioner. Um, I was a single mom at the time. Well, I'm still a single mom. I had two kids, two small kids. And so, um, going through nursing school and going towards nurse practitioner made more sense than perhaps going back, going to med school. Um, so, but 
I think with with a nursing education and ending up with a nurse practitioner, you get a much more well-rounded process. Um, and you get to see you get to see all sides of medicine, and mm-hmm. and and it's hands on, and it's it's really about connecting with your patients, and and that was was really important to me, and it was very valuable to me. Um, certainly, the the pharmacology aspect of things, um, I think that people really need to look at pharmacology in a different way. It's not mm-hmm. a magic pill. And, you know, as soon as I started researching different uh, medications and really becoming aware of anything that I was going to put in my body or what, what patients were putting in their bodies and, and what kind of reactions that they were getting, um, I could see, you know, from my pain clients that there, there are many different drugs that cause pain in the body. And so we really need to look at what are the side effects of these medications. Um, from a medical perspective, you know, the benefits outweigh the, the, um, the side effects. But if I'm a mm-hmm. doctor and I'm not taking that medication, then, yeah, to me, the, the benefits outweigh the, the side effects. And so I think that people just need to really be educated ask a lot of mm-hmm. questions, and if something does not feel right, if, if some of these reactions are not something that you believe that you want to experience potentially, then, then we have to be able to stand up and be our own advocates and say, you know what, I need something else that, that has less side effects. How can mm-hmm. we, is, can I do this naturally? How else can we do this? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think it's it, education is key, and uh, nice. that's what my whole process has been about, um, educating myself on all the different aspects of me, um, but all the different aspects that then relate to my clients. Mm-hmm. Uh, because if I can keep me out of pain, then I can hopefully keep my patients out of pain or teach them mm-hmm. how to keep themselves out of pain, mm-hmm. give them the tools that they need to do that. Right. And give them a voice if they need an advocate um, to to help them ask the right questions. And with that, Tina, we are going to pause for a quick break. So I'm going to ask the listeners to please stay with us and we'll be back in a few moments. Thank you so much. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com When you see someone, are you seeing the person or the perception? We see labels such as fat, thin, black, white, rich, poor, but we don't always see the true identity. Listen for New Dimensions with Reverend Nicholas Barrett. On this program, we'll embrace the breaking down of societal paradigms, our norms, and acceptance of our false selves. You can find your identity the way that God intended. Forget all the labels that you think you see. Tune in every Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Empowerment. Are you looking for life's answers? How about the meaning of true self? Can you really be a better person overnight? Well, good luck with that. Now, if you want to know more about this insane world and life we lead, tune in to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. You'll learn about how the brain operates under different psychological conditions, 
some common sense. Heck, you might just actually learn something. Listen Fridays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Should there be more to your life? Do you need a change? Transformation for Success with Dr. Barbara Young will provide empowering commentary each week to encourage you. She will interview successful personalities from movies, television, business, technology, health, and academia. All of them have amazing stories resulting in transformed lives. You will learn how to discover real happiness, financial success, and fulfillment to live your highest purpose. Join her on Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to The Sky's the Limit with Karen Levitt. If you have a comment or question about the show, we encourage you to send an email to the sky's the limit show at gmail.com. That's the sky's the limit show at gmail.com. And remember to use the hashtag the gift is the shift all over social media and encourage others to discover the program. Now, back to Karen Levitt. Hi, this is Karen Levitt, and I have the pleasure to be joined today with Tina Michelle Gray. She's my featured guest. And before the break, we were talking uh, about Western medicine and benefits and side effects of um, prescription meds. And Tina, it's a process of um, rapid recovery, which helps people heal from surgical, non-surgical, and pain management. And Tina, so if you'd like to pick up where we left off, that'd be great. Okay. So let me see. We were talking about my, my journey and educating myself through the pain process. Um, mm-hmm. Right now, I'm currently writing a book called Pain to Empowerment, uh, The New Science of Healing. And for me to offer this information, um, it's just it's an accumulation of uh, many years of research, um, all the latest research, and offers offers clinicians way to ha- ways to help patients um, and offers it will offer a manual for people to help um, keep themselves out of pain, giving them little small changes that they can make every day that can make a significant difference in their life. Uh, mm-hmm. And these are all things that generally they would not find unless they're doing research over all different specialties. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, you went to nursing school and, and you've done all this and they all serve, it seems, to work together synergistically. So, you know, you've, it seems like you're very driven. You know, you, oh, you're always, um, you're, you're a researcher, I think. You, you want to know. You know, you're a knowledge seeker. So, um, yeah, what, what makes you, what makes this all work for you? And so, you know, what makes you so passionate to keep digging and moving and going? Well, I think that I know that at 20 years old, um, to be, to, to only be able to sit up for five, 10 minutes at a time, to, to not be out living the life that I was supposed to be living, um, I lost all quality of life at, at my prime. I was opening uh, a business at the time. Um, I was, in school, um, you know, I had a relationship, and things were going really well until this change, um, mm-hmm. until I hit this this brick wall. And 
so I know I know the impact of of pain. Um, mm-hmm. I know I know how it affects people from an emotional level. I know how it affects them from a social level, and um, I know how it affects them from a physical level. And the stress that goes along with that, the stress that goes along with people that can't understand what you're going through is is very powerful and, and of course, causes more pain in the body. So mm-hmm. for me to get through that and to now have this opportunity to help other people get through that, that's, that's what drives me um, because life is too short to be living in pain, to be suffering every day, to, to lose those quality of life issues that, you know, to, to have to stop doing what you love doing because of it, this situation that happened in your life that now you have chronic pain. Um, when it can be solved, um, surgery is one of the primary reasons for chronic pain in this country. And mm-hmm. that's why working with surgical patients, if I can work with them for the first seven days, then, then that possibility is diminished greatly. Um, so we have to start preventing chronic pain um, along with teaching people how to take care of themselves and, and look outside the box and know that there's more out there than what insurance covers. There's more things that you have to be able to control your pain than you think that there is. And there are a lot mm-hmm. of just little things that you would never think of. Right. And do you work with people, um, you know, like you said, with pain management, you must, obviously, who have been on um, prescription meds maybe for a, a certain period of time who are having some difficulty. Do you, do you work with them with your technology as well? Yes, yes. So when I have a chronic pain patient and I work with, I've, I work with veterans, I work with, um, I have people that have had 40 years of chronic pain and I have people that have had two years of chronic pain um, and everybody in between. And when um, my, I have a very extensive intake that is looking at, you know, their nutritional program. It's looking at what is happening in their social environment. Um, what is happening with their quality of life? What are they, how are they enjoying life or how much do they, how much have they given up because of this pain? Um, mm-hmm. Looking at old injuries and biomechanical adaptations, um, pharmaceuticals that they've been utilizing for at least 10 years. There's there are different pharmaceuticals that just imprint in the body. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, what their spiritual state is. Um, all of, looking at all of that, I come up with a program, giving them simple little things that they can change every day um, that will make a significant difference, along with um, some treatments with my process, um, we can get them to, to a place in a relatively short amount of time when they can start cutting down on their meds. And, you know, what, what have you heard from Western medicine practitioners who, you know, have you heard anything from other, other physicians who may not believe in these, you know, events your clients come to with chronic pain management? So, and then, you know, their doctors see for themselves the results. Yeah, well, I work with, um, I, I am a non-VA provider, um, so um, 
there are VA doctors in the area that have realized that, you know, there, there are alternatives and they seem to be working con- considerably well. Um, a lot of my patients are, are surgeons and doctors, um, and we're keep, keeping them at a acceptable state of discomfort. Um, we're also keeping them away from surgery, um, from, you know, biomechanical adaptations due to their work. So I do work with a lot of physicians as clients, um, and then I do have a handful of physicians that really see the difference um, mm-hmm. and are, are very supportive. That's fabulous. It really is because it can be so debilitating. I often say, you know, it seems like Western medicine wants you to step into your diagnosis code, whatever that is, and right. and put it on. You have to wear it almost like a right. bat, you know, like a badge, and that it defines you. And um, I I don't I don't believe that, you know. So I think we share a similar mindset that you're you're worth more than that. That there's more to us than whatever the ICD-9 code says, um, you know, happened at a particular point in our life. You know, exactly. So I, yeah. Um, I know you've be, been beginning or, you know, yeah, to speak to groups. So I wondered mm-hmm. if you could share that with some of the listeners. Yeah, well. so I have had the opportunity to start speaking with holistic nurses and nursing, nursing students Um to help give them a bigger picture of what what kind of services they can offer, um, giving them, I guess, trying to encourage them to think out of the box, trying to encourage them to find something that they're passionate about, find somebody that they're that they can. They can believe in their passion, um, but to never stay complacent. Uh, there's, mm-hmm. there's a lot of complacency that goes along with our medical system. Um, I call it institutional thinking. So when you've been institutionalized for so long, you're, you have this program that you think by, whether you're a patient or, or a medical worker. Um, mm-hmm. you, you have this mindset that you can't escape, and it, it causes complacency. And once nurses get into an institution, they're, they're working so much that they really can't think for themselves. Um, right. I remember times when I was on the floor that I, I would forget that I hadn't eaten, I hadn't gone to the bathroom, and I hadn't drink and drank anything all day because I was just so busy that I couldn't even care for me. Um, right. So I think that, that that institutional thinking is is very dangerous. Um, mm-hmm. And nurses have a lot of knowledge. We have we know how to relate to the patients. We have hands on. So we have the potential. We we have the potential to change medicine. And mm-hmm. I think that we just need to start start finding out more ways that we can help our patient and know the value of those those treatments 
Um, mm-hmm. A lot of nurses, a lot of holistic nurses will learn Reiki or, you know, something that's non-invasive or, or a lot of things, aromatherapy that they may or may not be able to use in the hospital. And so because it's not covered by insurance, and because they, the, the hospital won't accept it, a lot of times they see no value in it. So they're right. not able to create a revenue stream outside of the hospital. So they're, right. they're learning on a very horizontal level. And I think that we need to start having our nurses work on a more vertical level that's going to take us to a different, to a different paradigm in, mm-hmm. in nursing and in medicine. No, you brought you brought up a good point, and I, I think because it's you know often holistic therapies are not um, recognized. I'll say, uh, which means right. which equals to me not validated, which I heard you say by um, insurance companies. So I think you know there goes the um, you know can't be credible kind of thing. You know the thinking with that you know holistic therapy isn't really effective or credible because, like you said, that they don't they don't uh, recognize it fully, and I'm. So I want to commend you for that. And then I really like that you're speaking to nurses and students about finding passion. And I'm curious how well um, your message is received in nursing school, because nursing school is one of the toughest educations you'll ever get in the world. It's like boot camp. And I I just find it very interesting that um, you've been speaking to students. I, I find that, you know, exciting. So maybe uh, the, the, there's a shift going. Right. Well, I think that um, the two schools that I've spoken with have holistic nursing programs. Um, and so that in itself is significant. Um, generally, I know when I went to nursing school, um, I think we had one, one lecture on holistic nursing. Um, you know, of course, we talked about Reiki and healing touch and um, aromatherapy, um, but that was really, really about it. And so the, the, the students have been very excited um, because I think any opportunity or anybody that's going to come in to help give them possibilities and excite them is so mm-hmm. important. In nursing school, you don't you don't get a lot of exciting information. You don't get people that are there to to really lift you up because there's so much material that you have to get through, um, and there's so much clinical time that um, to really allow you to absorb the information that you need to pass the the NCLEX exam. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not a lot of opportunity to really have, meet somebody who's going to lift you up. So I have felt very blessed that I can come in and give these students an opportunity to see somebody who is really passionate about what they're doing as a nurse and, and somebody who's thinking out of the box and really is looking at a future to help lift other, other clinicians and, uh, and people up in general. So, mm-hmm. um, it's, it's very exciting, and I hope that this is something that becomes a new, a new way of nursing, you know, that we lift each other up rather than, you know, competing. I know. It's, it's a very tough environment. It really, truly is. And I remember the days of long shifts and long hours, and I think as a nurse, you know, you're, 
your goal, your your vision and your mission is you want to really care for people. When you do that, you we then put ourselves last because our patients uh, really need us. You know, they're in an acute, they're often in an acute phase and they need us or their family needs us. So, yeah, there's long days where we don't really take care of ourselves the way we would instruct those we care for. And uh, it's very eye-opening, yeah. And looks like we're coming up on a break, Tina, so I'm going to ask that the listeners please stay with us and we'll be back shortly. Thank you. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Want more positivity in your life? Are you ready to get healthy, happy, and energized? Join the Stella Donna Goddess Gals, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany for a power hour of stimulating, supportive conversation on Star Style. Be the star you are. A lineup of best-selling authors, celebrities, and experts. Join the effervescent mother-daughter dynamic duo in this upbeat, positive, life-changing talk radio playground. Star Style, Be the Star You Are, Wednesdays, 4 to 5 p.m. Pacific, 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Lend us your ears. It's power time. At the leading edge of quantum science, a revolution of ideas is emerging that challenges everything we believe about the nature of our world and how we define ourselves within it. Quantum Connection, exploring health, science, and spirit with Marina Rose QDNA, explores these cutting-edge breakthroughs in quantum science and offers piercing, probing, colorful, insightful dialogue and commentary with some of the world's most influential thought leaders on the most important topics of our time. Listen every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to The Sky's the Limit with Karen Levitt. If you have a comment or question about the show, we encourage you to send an email to Show at gmail.com. That's Show at gmail.com. And remember to use the hashtag TheGiftIsTheShift all over social media and encourage others to discover the program. Now, back to Karen Levitt. Hi, this is Karen Levitt, and I'm joined with Tina Michaud-Gray, and we're speaking about her system of rapid recovery for pain management. So, Tina, I want to get pick right back up on this because it's very intriguing. Um, you work with a multitude of clients and patients. Uh, you say you can fix pain and help people recover from injury and surgery in half the time, which is amazing. Can you tell us about that? Yes. So I work with, um, actually, about 10 years ago, I had surgery. Um, it was, I was supposed to be, not be able to work for eight weeks. It was abdominal surgery. And um, I had been studying with all these technologies and, and working with all these different, the three different technologies that I utilize. Um, and as a single mom, and, and the sole provider for my kids, I could not afford to, to be out for eight weeks. I was also self-employed. Um, so I knew that if 
or I thought that if I put all of this technology together, then I should be able to rapidly change um, my healing process. And I had told my doctor about it, and he was he was skeptical, but he was just like, whatever. And um, I brought these technologies together for myself. I was able to go back to work in a week. Um, I was out kayaking in a week and um, pain-free in two days. Um, my surgical scars, when I went in to see my doctor after two weeks, you could not see um, where the incisions were. Um, and he was quite amazed. He was quite amazed at my energy level, my lack of pain, and the fact that I had no scarring. So from there, I started, mm. um, I sent him a few clients that needed the same surgery, worked on them, got the same results, um, and from there just started started working on, on different different patients of mine. And so the technologies that I use just help to... They, they bring down hormones, stress hormones. Um, they, it, they bring down inflammation. They reduce pain. So generally we have people off pain meds in two to three days. Um, we're able to get them for like a shoulder, rotocuff injury, he, give them full range of motion and pain-free within a week. Um, keeping their strength, which is generally um, something that they lose very quickly. Uh, so this process just allows the body to heal itself super fast. It's all non-invasive. People can be sleeping while I work on them. Um, and I work on them for the first 7 to 10 days uh, because there is a process that once you have an injury or surgery, the first seven to ten days is crucial um, because on the on the tenth day you start this process called long term potentiation, and that mm-hmm. is when you start creating neural pathways to the pain, and that is the start of chronic pain. So to mm-hmm. be able to get somebody through that first seven to ten days um, can eliminate the possibility of them going into chronic pain. So that's because- why I, I, I work with them like immediately upon leaving the hospital for that first seven to 10 days. Right. Because, you know, like, as you said, we build new pathways for pain. So that's important because, you know, muscles have memory. So sort of the pathways. So, um, yeah. So that, that's incredible to me. And so you say within the first seven to 10 days, it's crucial to start this, this process that you do. What is a, a session typically uh, how long does it typically last, like the first several sessions? So for the first seven to ten days, I go to people's homes, um, and I work with them with the technology for an, between an hour and an hour and a half. Um, depending on how motivated they are, I for some people, um, if I'm traveling to somebody, uh, then we'll do two sessions a day. To mm-hmm. just bring the body to that to a hyper state of healing, um, but it takes about an hour and a half, uh, and then I'm there with them if they if the family needs support, if we need to do anything with medications, make sure that the medication schedule is is on track um, to, for dressing changes um, to help with with ambulation and movement, and, and to make sure that there's no signs of infection or, you know, some adverse reaction. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned, you know, you work with the nutritional aspect as well. Is there a nutritionist on board or you just kind of, you know, in your intake, do you talk about, you know, their dietary, what, what they're consuming or what they should be consuming? And then do you recommend adjustments along the way? Yes. Uh, when I talk with, or certainly when I'm, when I'm working with chronic pain patients, we go through their, their dietary history and um, then we, we tweak it. And amino acids are, are essential for healing and for reducing pain. And um, so my surgical clients, I generally have them start an amino acid supplement um, a couple of weeks, if not a month before their surgery, if they know that far ahead. Um, and then they continue that um, for a month after the surgery. Um, and most continue it indefinitely just because there's so many, everything, everything in our body functions on amino acids. Um, mm-hmm. So to get some good quality amino acids in the body is essential. Mm-hmm. And you said, you know, you travel around the country yeah. working on patients or clients and um, you will fly to people. So can you, um, you know, tell us what that's like and how people would first of all reach you and, you know, off you go? Mm-hmm. So I started, I had a client that moved away um, and they recommended me to a friend down in West Palm Beach. Um, and that person was having surgery and so they paid me to fly down there and take care of them for, um, for seven days. I was with them twice a day um, and we were able to recover them extremely fast. Um, and then people just started finding me on, on my website um, and through, through different avenue, social avenues. Um, and so I've been out to Colorado, out to Texas, Washington State, California. So I have been, it, it has been fun and it's been interesting. Um, and these are, are extremely motivated people that are going to hire me to fly out to them. I've also had people that fly here and stay with a family member or stay in a hotel um, here in New Hampshire. So it's, it's just all evolved in that direction. And, and it's, it's wonderful. It's, mm-hmm. it's fun. I love doing what I do. Um, and I get really pumped up um, seeing the results, um, seeing an incision just melt together within days is um, very exciting for me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so this is your baby. This mm-hmm. is your, inv- your creation. Um, are there other people in the country doing what you're doing? From my understanding, there is nobody that's put the three technologies together that I utilize. Um, I've, I've looked um, extensively. Um, I do have doctors and nurse practitioners that call me from around the country to, to ask me, you know, exactly what I'm doing. I am working on an intellectual property um, patent for my process. Mm-hmm. And then as the manual comes out um, and the book comes out, then I will start teaching it um, to other practitioners because I think that it's, we need to get people out of chronic pain. We need mm-hmm. to get people recovering from surgery as quickly as possible. And so the information needs to be out there. And mm-hmm. um, so that process will, will, will fall into place. And does the, um, 
you know, what you use, the modality you use. Is it, is it painful at all when, when no. you, no, no pain at all? No, nope. is there all, just all a warm sensation? Um, I work with a form of sound therapy. Um, mm-hmm. it, every system and every organ in the body has its own sound that it vibrates at. So we, um, I send in a corrective sound, sound therapy that helps the body to balance itself out. Um, I work with a cold laser, um, which just creates instant ATP in the body, um, is, in, is not, is totally, you can't even feel anything happening. Um, mm-hmm. so people are amazed at, you know, what they can see from their incisions and how quickly they're, they're, um, they're healing, uh, because it doesn't feel like I'm doing anything for a lot of mm-hmm. people. And, and patients actually can be sleeping, like I said before, um, while I'm working on them. That's how, how non-invasive that it is. Right. And I know you shared um, with me that when you, know, you utilized your process and treatment with them, patients often have a better quality of sleep, too, which is crucial. That's when we do yes. a lot of our healing when we sleep. So that's yes. amazing. Yeah, because we're shutting yeah. down stress hormones. We're, we're, changing, we're changing the charge of the body. Um, and we're, we're changing oxidative stress that's going on we're bringing down inflammation and we're bringing down pain so it brings them to a more relaxed state very quickly Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so they must be amazed like you said because initially they don't even feel anything you start working on them they don't they can't see a results immediately do they or do they you know it's like after the first couple of treatments that they begin to see a a visible result well, when it comes to it, the incision, you can actually change, see it change day to day. So I take pictures of the incision or like I worked on a woman um, who had a facelift and within a week you couldn't tell she had a facelift. Um, so with incisions or, or plastic surgery, then you can see results, you know, visible results. Of course, when I'm working on... Um, a, abdominal surgeries or working with shoulder surgeries, there's not a lot to see. So they do feel the difference because they are off their pain meds in a couple of days. And with rotacuff surgery, that's supposed to be one of the most painful that's recoveries. Um, but to have them off pain meds in two days, full range of motion with no pain and no loss of strength is pretty miraculous. That really is. I mean, and they must be amazed when... Um you know, you take the pictures and then show them. Yes. They must be amazed when they see that. That's incredible. I love that. So they can actually get back to life and they're not, you know, burdened. That's really incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I know I, when when we met, you shared with me some of your surgical, um, you showed me some of your surgical pictures, you know, uh, post post um, surgery and the incision sites that I saw were remarkable. Just the whole area looked magnificent. It was unbelievable. And it's incredible. Um, And and there really is no age range. I've worked on people that have been in extreme situations. A woman that was on steroids for over 20 years because she had so many comorbidities. She still came she was still at a heightened level of healing um 
There is, I have a recent woman that was on chemotherapy, but we were still able to heal the incision sites in a very rapid time. Yeah, that's, I, I think that's beautiful. I mean, this is so valuable. I, I just can't believe it. I, I want to get this out there to, to the, all the listeners because we no longer have to just stay in one pathway, if you will, like Western medicine says, it's this and, you know, creep and crawl our way along and, you know, live with these uh, prescriptions. Like I said, they do help, but sometimes the side effects are often worse than the, uh, you know, the actual. Exactly. And it looks like we're going to be coming up on a break. So I'm going to ask Tina and all the listeners if they'll please stay with us and we'll be back very shortly. Thank you. Find us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. Do you have complete control over your thoughts and your life? It seems like we do, but there are always outside forces that are wreaking havoc with that control. How do we get our thoughts back on track, so to speak? Listen for help. My thoughts are holding me hostage with Dr. Jeffrey Fannin. When you command the power of thought, you can achieve or have whatever you want. Make the laws of the universe work for you. Tune in every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's time to access your magic. Tune in each week to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenice Hughes. Our topics cover finances, personal health, business, relationships, mediumship, and so much more. If you want to access all that is possible in your life, listen to Glenice and her expert guests who've turned the impossible into the possible. Living in the Magic of Possibilities is heard live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Do you feel alone? Even when you're surrounded by others, do you feel that there's sometimes nowhere to turn and nobody really understands? Remember, you are not alone. Every week, host April J. Ford, who has faced adversity as a constant in her life, helps you rise above life's challenges with your own blueprint meant to help you find out who you are. April's challenges have included childhood sexual abuse, becoming a widow and single parent at 32, and other such curveballs. She'll help you every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to The Sky's the Limit with Karen Levitt. If you have a comment or question about the show, we encourage you to send an email to the sky's the limit show at gmail.com. That's the sky's the limit show at gmail.com. And remember to use the hashtag the gift is the shift all over social media and encourage others to discover the program. Now, back to Karen Levitt. Hi, this is Karen Levitt. Welcome back. I'm joined with my guest, Tina Michaud Gray. And Tina, I know earlier you mentioned you were writing a book. A- and it's entitled Pain to Empowerment, The New Science of Healing. Can we delve into that a little bit more? Can you share? Yeah. Well, like I said, it's um, 
the manual will be part of the whole, my intake process in explaining to people why this information is valuable and how they'll be able to utilize it themselves to help create change in their pain process. Because even if my, the treatment process is, is very important, but making little changes can be, can be hugely important to somebody's life. So, um, you know, offering them the information and the new science on the nutritional aspect of chronic pain, uh, how old injuries have created a process and adaptations in their body. So maybe the pain that they're having isn't, didn't even start there. It's coming from a different area. Um, mm-hmm. Perhaps there's a psychosocial aspect to it. If they're not happy with their job, they're not happy with their, their living situation, that also, there's a lot of research that shows that that can cause a lot of pain in the body. Um, and to give them little tools to start start finding joy, little pieces of joy in their life, because if they're always practicing being in pain, then they'll always be in pain, and they'll be really good at it. Pain right. is... Anything, any process in the body is about practice. Um, we can we can learn to play the piano. We can also learn. We also learn to be in pain. So if we're practicing exactly. that every day consistently, then you know that needs to change. Right, and you know it's amazing because you know you go to work or you go wherever you are, and how often do we want to hear about what's going on with maybe our friend or neighbor? You know, we always go to that piece. Uh, yes. Oh my God! Oh, that's yes. whatever. That's so awful that you you really don't hear a lot um, positive. So yeah, our bodies are really smart at holding on to that energy and and keeping yes. us there. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. yeah. And when, when do you when do you, when do you anticipate your book to be out? I am hoping that I will have the final draft in the next six months. Awesome. That would be yeah. incredible. And I know you're located in the Northeast here. So how, mm-hmm. how could listeners um, locate you and, and reach you to find out more about you or to book, you know? Consultation. So um, I work throughout New England, um, and I'm, I'm licensed in Maine, New Hampshire, and Massachusetts. Um, I do, uh, I am able to travel um, as a traveling nurse as well, um, but they can go to my website, which is healing, H-E-A-L-I-N-G-N-H dot com. Uh, mm-hmm. That gives all of my information. Um, it has my, my email, my phone number, um, and they can, they can also look at my schedule for the most part or there. Awesome. And it looks like we're coming to a close. I always like to ask my guests if, if there's one takeaway that they'd like to share with the listeners from the conversation we're having. What would that be, Tina? Just know that if you think you've tried everything, I can promise, me, promise you that if you're still in pain, you haven't. So really be open and, and look at the new science that's coming out. Look at practitioners that are they're using the new science in a clinical setting because there's more possibilities than what Western medicine is offering. Oh, thank you. That's powerful. And looks like we're coming to a close. So with that, I want to thank you, Tina, for joining me today and being my featured guest and um, your website. And I want to thank the listeners. And I'll, I'll be here next week with all the listeners on The Sky's the Limit. So join me. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. 
Thank you for joining us for The Sky's the Limit. Karen Levitt looks forward to having you tune in for another program next Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Remember, the gift is the shift. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.